Hey everybody, welcome back to the JTAC Precision Rifle Podcast. I'm Clay Blackett here with Austin, Justin, and uh, Tate's still working like he always does, so he'll be joining us here in a minute. He's still uh, boxing up actions right now. It's about midnight, um, night before day two of our class, and he's still working. So We just got done thermal hunting. Which was a disaster, a travesty, I would say. Yeah, didn't didn't really see much. A lot of jackrabbits. We didn't see anything, we didn't drink any beer, we didn't do any of that. Yeah. No. Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> There's definitely no protein shakes being mixed with that either right now. Beer and protein shakes. Speaking of that, that donut with this protein shake was pretty good. Austin, awesome. you did say you were going to do 100 push-ups with me. I, you said that. I didn't say that. I said we're going to do 100 push-ups. It's going to be embarrassing yeah, whenever you fall out and I do 100 push-ups. Luna will do the 100 push-ups with you. What are you talking you? about? You saying you can outdo push-ups with me? Mm-hmm. He said I couldn't do the the plank at the finale and knock that out like I nothing. promise you you can't outdo push-ups. You can't outdo me in push-ups, Austin. He, he's really right feeling himself right now. He's right got his shirt off and he's just really thinking these hot stuff. I am hot. Really, stuff. really trying he's to not flex. hot stuff. He's really trying to flex them baby arms. Yeah, he's got his his one hand underneath his bicep trying you to push. Try to keep your hands more. to yourself over there, Austin. Right, you want me to flex? Huh? Me flex on you? Yeah, flex. Me flex see. on you. See about that? Yeah, it's about the same size as my daughter's. <laughs> <laughs> daughter's thighs, maybe. Maybe. Yeah, I see you looking from across the table, Clay. <laughs> Keep it in your pants, okay? That's because you're in front of me. I have nowhere else to look. That's fine. Whatever excuse you need. Just look at the donuts. Whatever excuse you need. No, I'm done. Donut, I, feel like you started, I feel like you started this before we had topic. Did he did he start that before? He I mean, that? I think that we had something to roll on, which was the night hunting, but you just Skipped didn't right go with it. it. What happened? Nothing happened. That's exactly what happened. We drove around and froze for an hour and a half because you can't call coyotes. No doubt. Oh, my. I get it. He tried to call coyotes. Right? If you can't see a coyote within four square miles, there's nothing I can do to fix that. Yeah, yeah Clay's claim to fame call. is if it's if there's a coyote within a mile, I can call it in. Yeah, we've seen four. We've seen four, and they were just looking. They were like 600 no, yards. No. You can say that all you want, but we both away. know that those coyotes were coming to the call. You just decided to drive off. Yeah, but we're not going to talk I about that on the podcast. Everybody That's says we're going to tell. About. We're going to tell our own version of the story. Yeah, you yeah. tell your version, and I'll tell the truth. <laughs> yeah, Clay's version of the truth. Yeah. Did you eat this paper plate? Or? No, we were using it for shims to try and fix it the machine. Like Tate was using it as witchcraft, trying to trying to make my stuff work. But so how'd the class go today? We think it was good. I I think that top to bottom, this is probably the most intelligent class that we've had. Well, you just hurt a bunch of people's feelings. Yeah, bunch. Everybody else in all the other classes. I didn't say the other people were stupid. I said that top to bottom, I think this has been the most. I like you hurt their feelings. Like I don't. Justin, I'm not you. I don't hurt feelings. Hey, I mean, you made another kid cry this today. Come on. Yeah. We're not. Ta- we're not talking about me right now. <laughs> we are now. <clears throat> Listen, I don't think I said anything rude or hurtful. Hey, get your, huh? Get your fondlers off my ACOG there. How do you know this is your ACOG? Because he brought it off and set it there. <laughs> That's one theory. <laughs> yeah. This was a military ACOG. It's all of them were. LEO. All, all they're not LEO. They were military at one point. Yeah. You know how I know? Because they took off that part of the serial number. They No, it's not a serial number. You. It's a Bible verse, and they ground it off because oh, yeah, people yeah, got yeah, offended yeah. by it. Yeah. It yeah. happened the same while I was still in. Uh, they they took all our ACOGs and they ground off the Bible verse because some people got offended. Blah, blah, blah. That's, and that's what's wrong with America now. Yeah, no doubt. That's why we're uh, sitting on the sidelines while Ukraine's getting invaded. Yeah. You see that lady? We're, we're that, over uh, here just making TikToks. You see that lady that uh, the Ukrainian lady that went up to that guy, that soldier, and was asking if if he was a Russian soldier, and he was like, "Yeah." And she tried to hand him sunflower seeds, and say these these are uh, you know to grow something in place of your body when you die here. Just nice. brutal. Yeah, didn't didn't see that. Huh. Pretty wild. Did you guys see the video of the jet coming by and shooting a rocket, landing like fifteen feet away from the lady, the lady in her house? Hey, you said that that ghost of Kiev was debunked. It ain't. It's not. It's not debunked. That's yeah. real. No. Yes, it is. I, I can tell you, it's not real. I'm, what you that saw, jet does not carry enough fuel for the time frame that they tried to say that. 
I saw a lot of articles. I see the a lot office. Of I know you did. It, it all it is is it, it gets going. And we and met nobody. The, I mean, listen, seen the pilot. Like I interviewed the pilot. Listen, it gets going, and nobody vets these stories. Right? It just comes yeah. out as news and comes. I out mean, as I news get that. They did the same thing. It with, gets inflated. And it gets inflated. It's they like, did the same thing with Carlos Hathcock. Hey, the listen, same thing with Chris. Exactly. Uh, Chris Kyle. Did you ever play the the gossip game when you were a little kid and everybody got on the line? You started a story. It started here, and you had to memorize it. Tell it to this guy. Tell it to this guy. By the time I got to the end, it was a completely different story. Yeah, yeah that's, that's everything. Basically, that, what's that, happened. everything that ever comes out of Clay's mouth. Yeah, yeah, you get it. I need some Copenhagen. What do you do with it? I didn't do anything with it. I haven't had it. Hey, right Justin, I, I hope you know that your days with Copenhagen are numbered. I'm, I need listen, to. Listen. Hey. I, no, no, I no, tried no. to break it this morning. That you, you may have tried, but your days are numbered. I'm aware. I'm aware. Am I aware? Oh, he's aware. I'm aware. So, I'm for struggling. anybody that doesn't know, I've been try- basically anybody that I know that you know smokes or dips, I try to get them to quit. And Justin is one of those. He's like, I'll quit dipping when you stop eating candy bars. Well, I'm about. 40. I said it's junk food, but well, whatever. Well, I mean, either way, I'm about 40 days in now, and uh, and I re- purposefully bought him a candy bar this morning, like nonchalantly left it on in front on of my him. side. You temptress! I damn sure right because like I ain't ready to quit Copenhagen, <laughs> and I did. I will it, kill somebody. Nor did I get a pop for the class. I drank a water. I, I got peanuts. I know what he did. And a water. I tried to discourage him from eating healthy. I am. After I complained, I thought you were looking skinnier than usual. <laughs> I thought sure that that's a compliment. <laughs> Ma- maybe I need you couldn't to, have just left it at, on this diet. You couldn't have just left it at skinny. What he what he says? Yeah, I need to go on this diet. What he's saying is you need a Reese's cup. Peanuts, uh, man. I, I think about them all the time. Cup. Between white monsters, my, my Copenhagen days are numbered, so I might as well just go ahead and do it up while I can. As well. Between white monsters and and Reese's cups, I'm I'm struggling. Yeah, I I don't know. I'm, I'm not struggling on either one. I'm so I struggle with sweets. That's for sure. It's like every time I eat a meal, I feel like I need something sweet. I, I think that's the hardest thing is after a meal, like yeah. just expecting to eat something. As soon sweet. as I eat something, I, I, need, I need to break that. I got to put a dip in. See, I'm good on that. I don't have to. I'll move my microphone. Home. I uh, I just need to break the habit of the sweets after a meal. I'm not sure what it is because, like, if I don't eat a meal, I don't have that craving at all. But I, as soon I, I as agree. I eat a meal, there it is. I agree. That's if, I can, if I can make it about two or three hours after the meal without eating sweets, then it's not a problem. Yeah, but yeah. I gotta make it that two or three. I don't hours. even eat sweets like hardly ever. But it's the moment I eat food, before like I even leave the table, I'll have the waitress bring me a spit cup because I can't. I don't think you want to see me it's without not tobacco. Play. I mean, the way it sounds, you're not going to be traveling much with us anyway, so I'm not going to have to deal with you. That's true. I might have to, you know, hear, you know, Carson or Lacey complain to me about how awful you are, but yeah. I'm not going to have to deal with you. Yeah, now I'm going to be arrested for child abuse. <laughs> <laughs> so let's touch on uh, talking about not traveling with Justin this year. What, uh, Clay, what's your plans for this year? Where, where are you shooting? Um, first one's going to be, uh, box Canyon in Kansas. That's one of my favorite matches and, um, uh, it's good old suppressor only this time around. So I'm, I'm really excited about that. I think that's going to be a lot of fun. Kind of, kind of like the good old days when we weren't all heathens. Yeah, no, I agree. That that's, I didn't get to shoot it the first year they had it. I shot it last year and that was, that was one of the most fun matches I've probably shot. Good course of fire. It's another one that you ruined for me. My uh, first place ice chest looks a lot cooler than my second place ice chest. Yeah, sorry about that. I'm gonna, but I'm really excited about the pressure only deal. It's been a long time since we've done any. Well, it's last night match you had the last suppressors only match that I shot. I thought about so doing it again. Nice. So hey, I am thinking of doing Battle of the States at my Summer Oki Showdown, and it'll be four man teams. You not shoot together. It'll be a little different than the original Battle of the States. Kind of like it, how they were doing like the the World Championship, where you got one USA on this squad, one yeah. on this one. That way, like your scores still combine, but you're not helping yes. each other. So that's probably what we'll do. That'd be pretty cool. That'd be cool. I think, that's, and then you'll have you'll have trophies for like the Oki Showdown, a regular season match, and then anybody else who's competing Battle of the States will have their own set of trophies as well. And it will not be an additional match fee. It'll just be a regular match. Why don't we do like? Why don't you do like a cash payout within that? Like, I think the people are still going to be willing to put, put in a Cal- Calcutta because no, I mean not even Calcutta necessarily yeah. because if they're going to travel to Oklahoma to shoot that match, you know your match, and then they obviously travel to Oklahoma for the Battle of the States match. You know you're taking out 
two days of hotels and, yeah. and a couple days of travel. Yeah, put I don't a, think anybody's put a hundred hundred bucks in my person per team. Do, do per person. Pay. I mean, do the same. I mean, you could do the same team price. I don't think it's going to discourage anybody. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, the matches have been pretty close in the past. I'm gonna see if like this year maybe my my attorney or my uh, ex-wife will let me borrow a, a well, you know couple of my impacts or maybe a couple of tangents and maybe i can shoot a match this year they already own it all huh yeah yeah that sounds like it's going real well yeah it's going super well um second place i'm going uh doug koenig and keith baker's uh ruger match in colorado um that's the weekend after box canyon um other than that i don't have anything set in stone i'm gonna be pretty much just last minute it like i always do i'll probably pick up a slot to wherever i'm going the week of yeah and man i have to miss that match that doug's match and i'm pretty not excited about it but going two weekends in a row is really not an option plus it's my kid's birthday so can't miss that old lake and bacon yeah i think other than that really i mean my main plans for sure uh for sure going back to hornady yeah. Uh, gonna go go shoot the alpha match. Should be going to Utah twice this year. Um, you know, just kind of filling in and on matches in between there. Nothing like like I said, nothing really set in stone. Hey, you know this right here is one of the reasons why we started teaching uh, snipers to shoot with both eyes open. This optic right here was designed to be shot with both eyes open, so that it could be used in medium quarters and close quarters combat. <clears throat> just uh so what design feature of the acog would make it both eyes open versus close i mean like i'm why can't any optic be both eyes? it open? is we didn't know that at the time so they just marketed it that way it's called a bend and eye concept yeah yeah like the rcos ta31 foxes rcos um they're meant to be able to be used you know a lot of them have a uh a red dot that mounts on top you know Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I saw that on Call of Duty once. Did you? Not, I don't know that any mil- military issue ones come with a red dot on them, but yeah, they uh, um, they're meant for you know they're four power, fixed four power. They're meant for medium to close quarters combat, and you can use them. I mean, you can basically use it as a red dot, mm-hmm. right? When it's lit, you can basically use it like a red dot. Yeah, or it does have you know kind of small drop. I don't know if yours is like this, but mine one side of the uh, the original the, the, the original really light compared to the other. The original ones that came out had a, a, a they had iron sights on top. Is yours really light on one side? So what you want to do with this, Austin? Or, uh, it's kind of fuzzy. What you want to do with this because you're not going to ever get a good zero. I can teach you how to use this ACOG. There's actually a, a way to use this ACOG like efficiently. Okay. So you want a zero at a hundred? Okay. The very tip of the chevron is 100, and then underneath the roof of the chevron is 200. And then you have a, a, a comes to a point that's your steady line. That tip of that steady line is 300. It's meters. Everything's meters, but you're close enough. Um, and then you got your four, six, eight, you know, all your little steady lines in there. Um, and then those are set up for like 55 grain, two, two, three, aren't they? 62 grain green tip. Now, you won't. It's what we did because this fiber optic in here, you get so bright, so much light that that it, it kind of washes out that chevron. Mm-hmm. It's real red, real bright. So what you can do is take a piece of like hundred mile an hour tape or something duct tape, and tape over the top of this, and then kind of fold it on the end so that you can peel back as needed. Mm-hmm. And that's what we do with ours. We tape it over top of it, and you can more light you can peel back and get more light because if not they're just they get too much light transmission huh. and they just they're too bright but that you can use this sucker very efficiently well that's why i got it if you if you learn if you know how to do it if you learn put it on my it, little short barrel ar if you learn how to do it right now this shit's not going to match up with a short barrel ar well, i understand that i mean i'm not put it on there to plan on shooting 600 yards so you can very efficiently <clears throat> you get all 175 actions put together over there almost 
almost. Twelve yeah. more. Twelve left. Working on the time. What about you, Tate? What's your plans for the season? Man, I don't have any plans. Um, I plan on putting a little bit more effort into it this year. Um, built a house last year, and that took up a tremendous amount of time. And now I can actually shoot about 380 yards off my front porch. Um, I can drive up behind my house a couple hundred yards and shoot out to 800. So try to try to be more prepared this year instead of just showing up and winging it. Um, Probably a good idea. Yeah. Yeah, it should work out a little bit better. I think Clay can get you some ammo in time where you can actually shoot it out a little bit. Yeah, maybe so. Well, if he's got the ability to shoot 380 yards outside of his house with all his free time, I might start sending rifles to him to do load development on. <laughs> yeah, I'll get them done real quick. <laughs> yeah, as quick as I get them done. Yep. But I, I plan on shooting Box Canyon. Um, I'll probably go to Hornady. You going to K&M? Uh, yeah, I'm going to K&M. Impact's cooking um, dinner on Saturday night. So What are we having? Probably Tablitas. Oh, yeah. So 230 people. I think yeah. we can make it happen. What is that, like 462 pounds? Probably somewhere in that range. You know, you got to figure on not everybody's staying, but yeah. I'd rather take enough and bring some home to cook than not have enough. Yeah. So... Everybody gets one tablita. That's right. <laughs> one one going through. I think they're a little bit like Pringles. I don't think anybody can have just one. Oh, it'd be hard to. I kind of, I, you know, I like K&M. It's, I like going there. It's a cool place. But, golly, we already got to go there twice this year for the finale and AG Cup. AG so Cup's really, back there again? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So I really don't think I'm probably going to go in the May match just because of that. You know, I don't really want to shoot there three times in one year. Change it up a little bit. And you could do it four if you wanted to. Yeah, you could. You could shoot the grind, too. You could shoot four matches there. You could get two of your season scores there, shoot the finale there. You could get three of your four season scores. I guarantee you there will be a lot of people that do that. There will be a lot of people that do that. Shannon will probably realize that, though, and he's probably going to make his main match quite a bit more difficult than normal to get some separation, keep That'd be people good. from getting I mean, some high 90s. For, for I mean, I think everybody liked the AG Cup course fire so much that he's probably going to make his matches a little harder. I hope so. Those are the too. best target sizes I've seen in a long time. Mm-hmm. That, was, that was appropriate for for that range, for sure. And the scores, just, they weren't still terrible. I mean... I think that's just what you're going to do, though. Whether you put out two tenth wide targets or four tenth wide targets, like people are going to you know rise to the occasion. They're going to figure out mm-hmm. a way to hit those shots. I mean, if you look back, you know, a few years ago, we're shooting full size zip six at 600 yards pretty regularly, and that's obviously not something you would ever see anymore. Um, I think unless you're a punisher, <clears throat> unless you're a punisher, and, and they're at 300. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, uh, you know, I think that's going to be kind of the way that things go. Targets are going to keep on getting smaller. Hopefully they, they continue getting smaller. But um, Yeah, I mean, as gear advances and as, as skills advance, you got to do something. There's got to be a point where it flatlines, though. Yeah, but, um, I mean, I, <clears throat> you can't do it with movement, um, really, because you, you start shrinking. I mean, you can do it with movement some, but if you shrink the time limits with the movement, now you're causing problems of, you know, taking the precision out of it, um, just trying to get your shots off. So, yeah, I, I just I, I really enjoyed the the target side of the K and M. I thought that was very very good. Yeah, yeah, and I, I thought it was really even. You know, some of those stages you really had to move. Uh, day three on that barricade down there, you really had to move. So we were day, day three, day two, yeah, day into two. day two, that ten shot barricade deal, and uh, you know. It was still a pretty small target. It was just a head target. I don't remember the distance, 500-something yards, whatever. Uh, still not a really big target for as fast as you had to move, but it was a little bit larger than some of the other targets had been shooting. So, I mean, it probably still was, you know, four, maybe five-tenths wide. I mean, it wasn't it wasn't a gimme for sure. Right. Which one was it? The day two or the last stage, mm-hmm. the, like, ten position, one shot apiece. Oh. Arcade. Did anybody miss did anybody miss that, or did everybody just time out? Um, I didn't I, time I out, some people. Um, I didn't watch but, some uh, I, I used the same position twice, so I lost a uh, point there. I timed out on my last shot. I got them all off. I missed winning that stage by, I don't know, like six-tenths of a second or Didn't Austin, Austin Bushman, I think, was talking to me before that stage started. He's like, I'm going to get like a seven. There's no way I can get through this. And then he wins the stage. Yeah. But he, he beat, Justin beat me on like three stages, and Bushman beat me on two. And all of them were less than a second. <laughs> at least we were, at least it was Okies. Beating yeah. You. Yeah. Like, 
you know. I'll take that. The Oklahomies. Oh, Oklahomies. The Oklahomies. When's the Alpha match? In September, I believe. First Early, early September. Where's that at? Utah. Utah. Price, Utah, I think. I don't remember. I think it said Price, Utah, which I had to look I up. I really want to go back to Hornady. I've shot there if it has, if it's at the range, the range in town. I don't know where they're going to have it at. I want to say Paul Dallin's maybe the MD for that. Paul Dallin. Man, if it's, if it's at his private range, I heard he's got a ball in private range. I'd be interested if Paul Dallin could run it because he runs an NRL match. I'm 99% sure he's the one that's that's doing it. Hmm. I like Paul. There's no NRL anymore anyway, besides hmm. the Hunter. <laughs> sure. I guess that's true. Yeah. Pick it up. Y'all traveling any other matches? Y'all gonna go very far to anything besides those two? You know you know what I wanna shoot again? You're the only one that shot it. Is uh that match we shot um Derek's place and uh and Telluride. Oh man. Derek Covey? Huh? Yeah. yeah. His place in Telluride there that Jake put that match on. That's that there there will never be a match there again. How do you know that? Because I know. Derek, dude, so while we were in Colorado, we we were, uh, get just got skunked. It was bad. We were like, we were in there for like six days, five days, six days. Something like that. And uh, just just got our asses whipped. And uh, I posted some pictures, and Derek messaged me. He's like, where y'all at? And we're like, where are you at? And he's like, y'all was hunting? I said, yeah. And he's like, y'all see anything? He's like, no. He said, he said, man, why don't y'all just call me? I could have put you on something. Yeah. I was like, oh, well, that would have been nice to know. Yeah, that would have been great that, to know now that I can't move my legs. Yeah, that, that now that we walked was, 15 miles uphill both ways. That every match day. is probably the most epic yeah. match I've ever shot. Not 15 probably. miles it was. one way. I mean, it's up in the mountains, elk running across the meadow over there. Stayed in Telluride. It was nice. That place was balling. Got to shoot some high angle stuff. Yeah, and you're shooting a little bit of everything. I mean, you think about like we're taking shots that are twenty plus degrees, and you think twenty degrees ain't that much, but when you're like looking down the cliff, well, yeah, and it's like six and eight hundred yards at twenty degrees. Yeah, but your dope was like three hundred yards. (laughs) I've never got to do any of that stuff. It was was really cool. I think honestly, one of the biggest angles was the first Hornady match, our our very last stage. Um, You know, everybody was missing high on. you know, whatever target it was and Wade's like I think it's probably just an angle thing and plugged it in and it worked but I think that was the only time that I've ever had to put what, that t- what stage was that it was the the very first year oh. um that that Hornady um went on and I remember you know I shot an eight out of ten on that stage and uh which was really good score um for what we had just seen and Shannon comes over and congratulates me for winning and Bradley and, and Brian Allen they're all congratulating me for winning and then we go over there and find out that I got skull drugged by Bertakini. This <laughs> 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 wasn't even close we were like six or something. That happened to me at the grind. Feels good, doesn't it? Yeah, I was yeah. just everybody's like man, everybody's good job, pumping dude, you, you got up. this bro. You had hey, you pump, won. Like congratulations tires. and then I like somebody's like, man, I think Jason Green might have got you. And I was like, what? So I went over and I was like, Jason, what'd you shoot? Like, how many did you drop? And he's like, I don't know. You know how many you drop. He's like, I have no idea. I was like, well, you was behind me yesterday. How many you dropped today? And he's like, two. <laughs> oh. Crud. Yeah, he got me by one. No, that's the worst, you know. Really but, deflates you, don't it? It, it? it does. It really does. You're just kind of riding up on a high. And pops your, I was pops your so – I would, dude, if I if they, if they would have been like, dude, you got second place, I would have been stoked. But When you have accepted first place yeah. and you find out you're second. Yeah, and then it's just like, I don't even want this trophy. Take it home. <laughs> don't try. <laughs> kind of happened to Clay at uh, the NRL match in Nebraska the last, this yeah, the, past yeah, year. That was well, a year ago almost. <laughs> Man, mm. Isaiah Curtis comes out and tears it up day two. We asked him, he's like, oh, I didn't really shoot that good. You know, I, I, man, I dropped like three shots. <laughs> Winds blowing 35. It's 25 degrees. The, it's raining. It was just miserable. Yeah. And he says he drops good, like three shots. And, huh? Yeah, it was good. Yeah. Did he you. beat me by one or we tied? I think we tied. And he had Isaiah? a tiebreaker. No, nah, I think he beat you by one or two. It was either one or a tie, whatever it was. I and mean, it just, we did not expect it whenever he was like, oh, I shot terrible. And <laughs> he just burned it down. Yeah. Yeah. Cause he was a few points behind us after day one. Yep. Made up some ground. You might have been there if you're going ahead and dropped 412 feet per second. Oh my gosh. I've never had one go down like that. So I was shooting whenever I shot inside in. And uh, 
I was running out. I was like, man, this is running low. So we got the lab radar out and put it on it and it dropped 60 feet a second from the last match to there already at that point. So I went ahead and adjusted my uh, velocity for it. And throughout the match, I just had to keep dropping and keep dropping. I think by the end of it, I'd, I'd shaved like 170 feet a second off of it. I uh, did that at, uh, uh, what's that, that uh, Ramona at the Open Range Shooters Retreat. Whatever reason, I was just seeing my shots really well, like all weekend. And like I would start hitting low on plate, and I would just start dusting back up. And then I'd get next stage, I'd start hitting low on plate again. <laughs> we shot a long range stage. Is that like we, we've never missed a shot? Yards. I've never missed a shot that. that bad my entire life. What's worse, before you say how much you missed by, the target right in front of that was like 1,200 yards or 1,300 yards, and we both hit it. Yeah. So like we had a pretty good idea of what the wind was going, you know, doing before shooting at this target. So to lay this out, day two, we shot like down in this bowl along a creek, and we were shooting across. And this last target was way up on a hill, way up out of this bowl. So we couldn't feel any of the wind that was happening there. Everything inside it, we had it down pretty good. I shoot at this target and I don't know what did I miss it by nine mils? At least. It was Something like gross. that. I had a pretty good, I just hit a 1200 yard target holding, I, I don't know, like three or four, ten, three or four mils. And I shoot at this one and miss it by that much. There's a sign way off to the left of it. And I shoot and I'm looking and I see something to the left of this sign. I was like, was that my shot? I make this huge correction and miss it. I think low and still a little bit left or something like that. Clay's like, what was that? And I was like, man, I don't know what I missed that one really bad. Anyway, we get, that was our last stage or we had one more stage or something like that. We walk up out of that bowl and we get up to the top of the winds, probably going 40. So we had just like 1400 yard shot with a dasher and a 40 mile an hour wind. <laughs> a dasher that was only running like 2,600 feet a second at the time. It was impressive. Could You could have convinced me that was an indie. <laughs> that's yeah. how bad you missed that shot everybody thought Tate indeed I was talking about it in class earlier When he were you there when he shot that rock yeah. you, were you there you, were you there yeah. he shot that rock everybody's like whoa I think whoa, the people whoa. that knew Tate knew exactly what happened yeah, the people that didn't were like oh god they're like whoa 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 like they're like dude you missed by like like 30 feet and I was like no he didn't yeah. <laughs> he, he did drive what he wanted no he, he, he had exactly where he was aiming at I mean, you know, first year at AG Cup when he did that, um, you know, I'm watching it and somebody, I don't know if it was Christy Hembier who, somebody was like, oh gosh, like what, what happened there? I was like, he's going to hit the next shot. That was on purpose. Yeah. <laughs> There's no way that was a dull purpose. He's like, miss, 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 miss. And then he misses it by like 30 feet. And they're like, what? Whoa, whoa, whoa. I was like, dude, he, <laughs> he hit exactly what he was aiming at. Mm -hmm. I think AG Cup, you did it on your first shot, didn't you? Mm-hmm. And hit the next nine, I think. Yep. Pretty, pretty solid strategy pretty on solid on that strategy. stage. On that one for sure. It's funny because like if you don't know, you don't know. Like you're just like, what is he doing? Like he must have be a rev off. And no, no, he was getting a wind call. Is what he was doing. It works out sometimes. Well, sometimes you just gotta gotta play it like that. There was a stage at Justin's last year that. Austin and I sat there and, and played the math. There was no backstop. There was just, you know, some ivy behind the targets, and we were trying to decide, hey, do we, you know, make a wing call and go for that target as a very thin target? Um, and if you miss, you know, plan, plan is to do this. Um, if you miss that one now, what do you do? So we were, we were sitting there contemplating just burning the first one at the post and, you know, deciding what to do, but we ended up both just going for So the, essentially what the What stage do I have ivy behind the target? I don't know if it was Ivy. There's just brush behind the it. Point the point was the same thing. Okay. So the uh, my <laughs> thought on it was is you either go for it and you miss it, not knowing which side you miss it, and you make a correction one way or the other and possibly hit the next one. Or So you, you're either going to drop none or you're going to drop two, basically, on that one. I went for it, hit it. Clean it? Yeah. What stage was this? It was... Besides, like the double TYL, there was like that double TYL to the helicopter circle or whatever. Troop? Was it the circle troop? No, no, it was. It was. It's it was, it was like just a. I think I've cleaned that stage both times, and every time I'm like, "Whew, that was a good." They were like, clean. Yeah. <laughs> they were like rabbits or squirrels or something. Maybe I mean, they were like they, they were, were like standing straight targets. up. They were really really thin. Um, but there was five of them, and I think you had to do it from two different positions. And what? It was like mm -hmm. one, two, three, four, five. One, two, three, four, five. It was the fall match last year. Yeah. Oh, you lost me. So I have no idea what it, it was. A, it was a couple stages before I decided to throw the entire match away. I got you. 
Actually, so, no, it wasn't that. It was so the that spring was like, match. So it was like stage it was a, three. Then. It was I think it was spring, spring match. Because we didn't squad together at the fall match. That was That's the correct. random squatting match. That's right. So it was a spring match a year ago. Yes. Yeah. It was a freaking prairie it, it dog. It would have been probably like stage eight-ish. And it was a prairie dog. I don't know if it was prairie dogs. They were just like, you know, three inches wide at 500 yards. <laughs> they, they were really They were really small. Hmm. It was kind of cruel. It, was one of well, the, it wasn't it impact was, squares, was it? No. They were, they were tall. It was a match that you made pretty tough. I mean, like, is that the one Quinn won? That's one Quinn. That's the one Quinn, you know, dropped 30 points or something like that in one. It was and the toughest it. match you had. It was the toughest match of the year. Man, that was another deal. We uh, I shot – we were shooting at Quinn dropped 38 and won it. Okay. Yeah. Whatever it was. It was tough. It was a lot. But uh, one of those Butch's matches up there on the KD line when we were shooting over on the east side, and it was that white line, the first three targets is a little TYO-looking deal. But you had to shoot the small target first. Yeah. And they are I don't know, they were 700-something yards. And everybody was like, yeah, I'm going to shoot at the big target first and get my win call and then go to the middle target and go to the big target. And I was like, nah, I'll just go for that little one, I guess. And he did. I think that's the one that ends on the Mickey Mouse target, isn't it? Yeah, it, it, it's, it's a really long Like 1,200. And- it's, like, it's like if you hit them, you hit like the first four or five targets and then nobody sniffed any targets after there that. Was a, he had that little flimsy like quarter inch plywood barricade and you had to shoot those like Copenhagen cans from like 400 (laughs) to 800 yards and like you had like it was like and then after that you got to go to the big target at 1200 and I was like this is what's about to happen I knew I could like at least get because he had five shots at the big target at 1200 and I was like I'm gonna get I'm not going to hit any of them small and close I, ones. I think I saw the craziest thing I've ever seen in the sport on that stage. Um, you know, people realizing that they're not hitting anything but dirt. And then when they get to the prone stage, they're timing out. So this guy was just putting his gun in the holes and pulling the trigger. That was me. No. Well, you might have done it, I too. did that. Yeah, I, was say, um, I, did, I burned, I burned but, all my first five shots just sticking my gun through the hole and pulling the trigger. Well, the, the guy that I watched do it, I don't know if it was second or third shot, and they call it impact. He's just torching him into the dirt, not even aiming at the targets. And then on his last shot, he gets another one. Never looked through a scope, like was just putting it through a torch and hit two of them. <laughs> I did. I, I didn't hit any of them. But then I laid prone and got four of the five at the 1,200. So I got a four. And like the high score before that was like a zero. So I was like, <laughs> okay, I'll take a four. I cleaned it. <clears throat> Your ass. <laughs> what? No, he didn't. I, I, you didn't. I no, did. he I got a that. six. No, I got a six. There's no way. He got a six. The first year, uh, he got a six. There's no. The second year, the second year it was off well, the poles. It was off first. the poles. That's right. Okay. Yeah, the no. first year he the got a six. The first year off the plywood. He got a six because I had a four and it was the high score for a long time, and then he ended up uh, getting a six. And I'm like, how do you even get a six? Like, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Off the poles, I cleaned it. It was the same. You had to shoot. The same triangles off the like poles. I could see one getting shot, a five, one shot per triangle going out off of five different poles, and you had to go lay down and shoot twelve hundred sixty yards at Mickey Mouse. I, I would have bought getting a five because, like you know, he you know, missed all the first five and then laid down and went five for five on the twelve hundred. I'm like, how did he get a six? Because there ain't no way he hit one of them small targets off that quarter inch barricade. I, I, I hit all of those and then just hit one on Mickey Mouse. I think. His ass, he's lying. Ain't no way. He lying. <laughs> you told me I got a six. How did I get it then, Justin? Uh, you had to uh, accident. They called impact when you skipped one off the, <laughs> <laughs> off the dirt 50 yards in front of the target. <laughs> hey, the worst stage was those coyotes having to shoot off the panel on bungee cords. Oh, that was rough. Panel hanging on bungee Dude, cords. I did good on that stage. I don't know how. I don't either. I think I was holding men at a hillside. And then the, the sketchiest shoot-off ever <laughs> for $500, I had to shoot against Austin – who had already laid down there and shot his shoot off with somebody else and somebody else and somebody yeah. else. So then when I laid down here, he done shot the <laughs> the same thing he just shot three times was a dot at nine hundred. So he already has wind, already has everything. I mean, granted, my first shot that I shot off, anybody hit the dots. Yeah, so. granted, who nobody cares, Austin. <laughs> nobody cares about your BS story, dude. I'm just telling you, he laid down there and got shot four or five times at his dot, and then I had to lay down there and shoot against him, who he had just hit the dot like. However many times. Should have just saved your bullet. I should have saved my bullet. And I'm like, this is sketchy. Can we shoot something else? And they're like, no. Nope. Should have just had the dot. That's like, the Austin's way. already got his wind and dope. And they're like, well, it's been 15 seconds. 
<laughs> it could have changed. I had, oh, to, I, I had to stand up and lay back down. He did have to stand up and lay back down. I'm like, oh, that's I nice. Mean, it went a little bit better for you than it did for Matt Cliff. He gets up there and <laughs> you know, he, lo- he loses the shoot off. And uh, I was like, how'd it go? He's like, how'd you think it go? And he grabs his barrel and he just twists his hand. And the whole thing starts spinning. <laughs> the bad deal is, like, that's not the first time it happened. I told Matt I was going to buy him the torque wrench for Christmas. I had the high score on the, uh, I had a 20, 27 out of 30 on that West Troop. Or the East Troop, or East, East KD, or whatever you want to call it. And uh, I think Clem hit like 30 targets all weekend and got a 28 <laughs> on that. I'm like, I knew I was like, nobody had even come close to the high score on that. And I was like, all right, I'm going to win freaking 500 bucks. It was 500 or 1,000, whatever that, 500. That, well, that side stage was. And then at the, the last squad of the day, it was Clem. And I think he hit, like I said, 30 targets all weekend, and 28 of them were he got on that stage. Were they 1,000 that year and then 500 the next year, or was it 500 then 250? I think the other stages were know. 500. That one was 1,000 because it was the 30 round or 30. They were all that way. They were all 30 points, those KD lines. Yeah, just the two KD lines. There was only two. No, there was four. like four. Was yeah. it four? Yep. Huh. There were six. I was gonna say there's got to be six. Oh, y'all just make up whatever number so, so you there's, want. There, there's, 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 there's three least, different ranges, and yeah, there was, was two least, KDs I was lines. Say, there's at, each at least two on each range. Was there? Yeah. I only remember one facing like each direction on most. I remember of them. the east and west. I guess there's two ranges. The, the, the one that 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 north range, there was one that you had to shoot back to the it's west, and then the next one you had to shoot to the north. And the other ones there was that were each direction. Well, that other range, they were one was more north, northwest, and the other one was southwest. Just that format would be really cool to to do again. Yeah, everybody laying down, shooting at the same time. Nobody gets to talk to each other. That stuff was fun. That was fun. If only you knew it was the good old days, while it was still the good old days. Yeah, yeah. Would have enjoyed it more. I don't think you enjoy it more than winning by forty. No, that was pretty enjoyable. Was it though? It was. Was it though? It really was. Was it though? That's the only bad thing about that 2.1 point deal is if you're yeah, on, gonna, you can really run away with it. Yeah. Two points for the first round impact. Saying, which I, I like it because you get That was back when nobody but Austin was on, so it didn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> you, sure got, you really have to have your dope squared away out there because you don't get much <laughs> feedback on anything. No, I mean, the biggest target out there is, what, three-quarter MOA? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> that's a meatball for out there. Yeah, I want a bunch of money. What I get? Fourth, third, fourth, third. I want like a big because he paid all. The, it was all payback, right? Mm-hmm. Was it payback? It's cash payback and added cash and yeah, added I think cash. Had like five thousand or, or something. Dude, I made a big chunk. It was like twenty five hundred dollars or something. Mm-hmm. What'd you get? Five grand, ten grand? I, mean, I think even the prize table had just cash envelopes. Mm-hmm. That's what. It well, was. the one year that's how. One year that's how it got paid out. The added cash was just an envelope. Put then he paid the stages. It's like five hundred a stage. Oh, I thought he did that on both. I think he did five hundred for the KD lines, and then the positional on each range were combined for a five hundred. So there's like fifteen hundred dollars available on each range, and then it was cash. You were you had the option to pick up the cash on the prize table. So now the year before it was he just paid cash out for winning. All right, awesome. Nobody cares anymore. Hey, uh, we're we gonna like. Did, did we decide to talk about the other thing, or did Don Streeter like veto it, or? Uh, I think it's vetoed for now. I don't care. The eyes say different. <laughs> the eyes say different, huh? The eyes look tired. He's tired. He's already napping on. Well, I guess I'll, just, hunt. I'll give the rundown on you know how we're doing it, and then if you guys want to take it somewhere, that that's up to you. Let's do it. Um, so we've got uh, Tate and I's first match of the year coming up next weekend, and uh, the way that we do things is we try and make sure that um, targets are the same size dimensionally um, at every distance, whether it's prone or positional. Um, and then every you know third round, thir- every third stage is a you know quote long range stage, and uh, I'm not that they're long range stages necessarily; um, they're just longer. And uh, we do that so that you you you'd be shooting a longer range stage early in the morning, one in, you know mid afternoon, and then one at, one late afternoon. Um, so it's the point of that is to take the draw out of it, um, and it doesn't matter whether you're starting on a prone stage or, or a positional stage, you're going to be shooting the same difficulty um, throughout the throughout the day. Um, you're not going to have a you know quote separator stage anything like that. Um, everything is going to be the same difficulty, and by doing that. 
you're eliminating as much luck as you can. Obviously, there's always going to be a little bit of luck in, in what we do, but as much of it as, as we can eliminate, that's what we're trying to do, and we're making sure that everyone shoots the same stages on the same day as well. So um, there's no you know different amount of points available, anything like that. Um, but uh, you know, just it's the fairest way to put on a match to make sure that whoever shoots the best, no matter who that is, whether it's you know you this weekend or someone that's never shot a match before, that person wins rather than who just happened to you know catch the win at the right time or you know get the draw or whatever the case may be. Yeah. Yeah, I think we see it a lot on in in a lot of other matches, and whether it be just range restrictions and, and availability on being able to shoot long range, you shoot a lot of one or two of the long range stages, maybe the only ones in the match right next to each other, and if you don't catch it at the right time of the day, the the luck factor plays a lot bigger factor in those type of matches. And I just I can't stand that. Like you go to a match and it's just some oddball stuff, just tower or something. A tower. <laughs> yeah. You know, mm. that just throws everything out of whack. <laughs> you know, I, I really think if you can't have long range stages spread throughout, just don't have them. Um and what I mean by long range is, you know, like nine fifty plus. Yeah. Um you know, I don't think there's anything wrong with having matches, you know, 900 and in. Um, but once you start going, you know, 10, 11, 12, 13, if you can only do that on one spot, you put so much weight of the match on that stage. Yeah. You know, so a lot of times you don't find out who, you know, shot the best match. You found out who shot the best stage. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I, I can do without. It's, it's not that so much for me as it is the, like, bs stages like the standing kneeling sitting or or shooting off of this springy swingy you know pendulum thing that you've got eight mils of swing while you're trying to shoot off of it like that's just garbage like that shouldn't even not even be remotely be allowed in any prs match ever because it's there's not a precision precision rifle about it no i mean like, like tactically if i was in a situation i'm gonna find something else to shoot off of yeah Besides, like, that. and if if yeah. if I have to use a tripod for I'm, rear support, I'm going to lock my gun into that tripod. Yeah, I would just use the tripod. Like if 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 I'm shooting off a half inch piece of plywood as a barricade, and I'm have to use a tripod for rear support, I would just rather shoot off the tripod. Like that's just practical. Like I think if it's not a practical scenario, you know, like why would I ever shoot off that? And if I if I have if I'm shooting off a swinging platform. And I, you know, don't break my shot right, and my bullet goes four mils from where I was intending it for it for it to go. I mean, that's is that's no different to me than an AD, like you yeah, know. There's a lot of ADs that come real close to targets, but that's yeah, you're, you're your but and, and I've had shots that I've tried to hit targets with, and it wasn't an AD that didn't even go remotely close. I watched you do that standing, sitting, kneeling stage in Virginia, and I'm pretty sure that you know you hit Africa with a couple shots. And, yeah, I mean, like you know, I, I, I know got, you were trying. To I'm hit in it. a bat court battle with Elon Musk because I hit a satellite dish. <laughs> like Starlink, Starlink went, went down, went for, down. <laughs> for a day. Because I was trying to hit a standing shot. Like, I don't, I didn't realize that a 16 year old girl was going to just skull drag me on that stage. Well, no, we knew that before we No, we did. I didn't. Nobody told me she was a pro at that. That's how she started, I'm pretty sure. I think she did it, it for about like two years yeah, before she ever yeah, started. Yeah, well, the nobody informed me of this. <laughs> you should have. And I'm like, there's no way she can hold up a 25 pound rifle. <laughs> in reality, she's the only person that matched cleaned it. Yeah, the only person. And Ben Gossett. Uh, I mean, uh, Shane Harris. <laughs> <laughs> Jokes on Justin. Yeah, I saw, I just suck at it, I guess. Man, we had, used to have to shoot that a lot. It seemed like you used to see that stage all the time. I completely get it if we're using a hunting rifle or something like that. But yeah, that's, um, that's you know, I thought that is your hunting rifle. I mean, it is my hunting rifle, but I carry that thing locked in a tripod when I'm walking to the field. If we're going into a coyote stand, that thing's already locked and ready to go. So if we stumble on something, I just throw the tripod down and I'm ready to go. That's it. There's just not a scenario in the entire world where I'm taking a free-headed shot like that. Like, I'm just not going to take that shot at all. Like, if I can't if I can't make a practical shot, like, I'm just not going to take it. The animal gets to live another day. Yeah. Or at I least mean, till I get to the tree. I mean, there's just, oh God, somebody's... Match match directors need to chill with their they they get they think it people want to do that they think it's like fun oh let's do this fun stage it's not fun like it, it's fun to hit targets and come just remotely close 
to the target with your bullets. But some of this stuff's just it's just outrageous and I don't know. I just won't be participating in those matches. I just think that you know it, it's difficult to realize what is gimmicky versus what what's skillful um, and how to you know separate shooters without inducing luck into it without you know being you know high up on the score sheet regularly. Um, it, it's very difficult to to get a handle on, on what that is. It's a fine line. I think we all know that. Um, but I don't think they're, you know, doing stuff like that, trying to be like, Oh, Justin's coming. I'm going to, I'm going to get him. You know, I think it's just trying to be, trying to be different. And it doesn't, doesn't present itself in a very good way. Yeah. I mean, if you, and some people, they just like some of these match directors, they don't shoot. They don't shoot matches. They don't know. They've never had that struggle. I mean, they may shoot their little club match, but they never went to two-day matches and had to deal with this crap and then realize, like, why did we do that? Like, why are we shooting off this? This is not – there's nothing practical or precision about this at all. We spend all this time – If they be, wanted to make that same stage, but we're shooting a, you know, three-inch target at 300 yards like we would, you know, do off of anything else, okay, like, I can I can buy into that. But when we're shooting a full-size Ipsic at 300 yards – that's not precision. Yeah. That's did I yank the trigger in the ballpark of And when I have, you know, a five mil swing on that Ipsig, it's still not precision. Or a three inch target. It's still not precision. Like I'm I just would never take that shot. This is not practical. You're being off the quad over there, Tate. I'm tired. I put I put the standing shot in at the NRL finale and I still like it. That target was huge and y'all sucked. I, I hit it both times. I I, I've had clean four shoulder stage. surgeries and currently have a torn rotator. That gun doesn't get held up. Don't even That's use your thing. shoulder. What do you mean to do? Stick use that your elbow shoulder. on the side. Get, hey, get them girly hips out. Stick them girly yeah. hips out. Support I know. He, Tate switched that that target out on that stage at the match and I'm like, that was stupid. And Clay's <laughs> like, it's a bear. Like, how did you miss that? I'm like, Oh, that wasn't a bear. He's like, yes, it is. I'm like, no, it was not a bear. It was a Pepsi can. <laughs> He's like, no, it ain't. I set that up. I'm like, well, you said you Tate must have switched it. I got because... bamboozled on that one. <laughs> yeah. It was a little bowling pin. It was only like 240. Oh, was it? Yeah. <laughs> and he gave you a tripod to shoot off of that time. That Michelob can right there is wider than that dang bowling pin was. <laughs> I, thought, I thought Tate and Clay were going to go to blows on that stage. Well, that was the NRL finale and then Bears. Uh, that wasn't even so, what, what the issue was. Like, I, it was just that, you know, obviously, you know, it's a very tight race. I think Morgan and I were separated by a tenth of a point or something like that going in. And the way that Jim C., you know, had, you know, ran the blind stage, we weren't allowed to go watch stage two get shot. So I was the only person in the match that wasn't going to get to see somebody shoot that stage. And that's what I had an issue with. Um, and you know people in our squad you know were going way high on on a couple of targets and you know that's something that you know i i try to learn you know walking up to a stage and you know we obviously had uh, a bit of a disagreement on uh <laughs> we didn't on have that. a disagreement <laughs> <laughs> somebody was wrong somebody, somebody was wrong <laughs> and somebody wasn't yeah and somebody wasn't i'm guessing clay, i'm yeah. clay was wrong yeah yeah okay yeah it was either that or the 14 rangefinders I used. I think he knows that now. Yeah. He doesn't. I, think he, I, I think he knew it after I cleaned the stage running my regular dope. Well, when I miss four tenths high and Godarzy misses four tenths high and Jake misses four tenths high. And hey, Martin I'm just going to tell you right now, high. I shot that sucker uh, in August and I missed four tenths high and four tenths high and four tenths high. It was it was it was gnarly. Hey, I need to get y'all dope running better. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, well, I, mean, I, I picked I, up honestly, your barrel for that match the morning of the match. Yeah, yeah. Honestly, though, I think it's just something weird about the wind blowing up that hill. I, I think if the wind picked up, or if you got a weird wind, you'd get a little. Yeah, because it ha- did it to about half our squad. Yeah, I, mean, I think it was because well, half our a, squad it, did it, and the other half. It's the same deal when we got to the other side and we shot up that other hill and we were shooting at the pigs and stuff. You know, one guy he might miss a couple of them high the next guy might be able to run his dope and do it i think it's just the way the wind was coming up to them canyons yeah i think it was no different than just getting a, an odd lighting condition just how the wind blew you you know it either got you or didn't yeah. it's not like the wind blew you you know way off the target you just you know it's whether you wind up higher or not mm-hmm. yeah 
Well, we said 30. We're at 50. <laughs> Pretty sure that's Justin's way of saying he's ready to go to bed. It's I'm like ready to go to 4 bed. 4 o'clock in the morning. What time is it? 12.30. I'm used to going to bed about 9 o'clock. I'm an old man. Uh, it's 1. Too, dude. I lied. It's 1. Yeah. Yeah, I was closer. <laughs> no, you weren't. <laughs> Feels like I was. You said it with Justin's, conviction, and I always believed you. Justin's math. Yeah, close enough. Some Fresh of that, some of that grace taste, math. He still got a dozen actions over here put together tonight. So not tonight. No, well, I mean not this morning. You're gonna get your. You're gonna get together. Take. Do it tomorrow. He's slacking. You're I'll slacking, dude. <laughs> you're slacking. I'll do it tomorrow. A leaning tower of impact boxes over there. <laughs> yeah. I think he'd miss one or two if we just slipped a couple. No, nah, he'd never know. There's 36 done, 12 not done. So I think he might notice. <laughs> yeah, he would know. <laughs> he, he might notice. He would notice. You sit there and count them down. And be like, oh, God, I got how, much a, how much does that? How much does a? Uh, I, I think. How much that, does an impact action weigh? Like just about so. 2.3 pounds. How much does a full beer can weigh? So if you swapped one of them out. Trying to Indiana Jones that stuff yeah. or what? Yeah, I'll just like, <laughs> like switch them out real fast with him know. So Austin just asked you, you know, are you counting them down as you go? Um, whenever I sit down to load ammo, like if I'm like, okay, I need to load this many rounds and then I get 200 done, I'm like, oh gosh, I got this many left to go. Like if I just load, I find like that it goes a whole lot faster. Then counting that, them. Yeah, then counting them. For sure. The second that I count them, I feel like the time just drags by. Yeah. So It's like watching the clock. How closer are you to loading your 85,000 rounds that you got to load? You got 5,000 left. Oof. Hey, that's not put, bad. Put a pretty big, pretty good dent in it. He did put a pretty good dent in it, yeah. We're, all, we're almost there. If you buckle down, you could do that in a couple of days, huh? Yeah. If the match wasn't this week, it'd probably be getting shipped out. But got to make sure all the fine... How much are you looking forward to loading all of our ammo all year? Honestly, I'm really excited because with us all going Dasher um, with Alpha Brass <sighs> and we're all getting our barrels chambered at the same time... Um, so, so what 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 made you decide to go Dasher just because I wouldn't switch to BRA and you're like screw it I'll go and then, to Dasher and then me and Tate went to Dasher so it's just well like, I convinced them to to do it because Austin wouldn't change for, I mean he's obviously not going to switch when he's won two golden bullets in a row but so there wasn't any win in that argument but I got you two to do it so I was like well I'm going to jump on board the train because the it, it adds so much time even just changing you know powder charge to you know drop charges from from each machine making sure that they're you know exactly what i want them it just adds up really quickly but now um, i'm kind of excited for it because i'm going to get to sit down and load you know six eight ten thousand rounds at a time and that may sound like torture to some people but then we're going to sit there and be able to go you know grab ammo whenever we need to practice shoot a match and it's not going to be this hey clay i need uh ammo um tomorrow morning like justin it's 3 a.m yeah i need it yeah like i'm not gonna have to do that hey, now. do your job how about that right <laughs> do what i pay you to do Clay. do do what i don't pay you to do yeah do what i don't pay you to do Clay. okay you can literally order a truck and get it faster than you can ammo from Clay. i guarantee you I he mean, wants to bring it to me I, I don't know that's not entirely my like, fault hey we got a match this week and he's like yeah i'll have your ammo to you by sunday calm down <laughs> appreciate it I'll get at least half of it to you so Friday after then I have to call Tate like hey Tate you got any ammo I can borrow well I don't, I don't control the supply of the components coming in so. uh, I just helped you like reorganize your reloading room I know and it's awesome it's yeah. so awesome I know every time I walk in there I'm just jacked I know you're welcome well hey the point being is you're not short on hey, reloading if, hey, components so let's not, not use anymore, that but they're, like you know I, I you know, probably several people on here um, saw the Facebook post that I made and, um, you know, looking for people to, you know, that could spare powder. And, uh, you know, at the time I was down to, you know, right at 30 pounds, which may sound like a lot, but realistically that's, you know, two days of work um, and that's gone. And uh, um, by the time AG Cup was over, um, I had enough to, you know, complete all my contracts. A lot of people stepped up. It was really, really awesome. Yeah. I got a chiropractor bill to send to Clay. I mean, if, if all that powder I moved. I mean, if you're in the mood for re reorganizing reloading rooms, listen, come I did on it. Over, I, buddy. Did, I already did one. It was mine. Won't be as bad as his. Yeah, no, you, but it needs. You to be don't bad. have 900 pounds of powder to move. <laughs> it's not 900 pounds. Okay, 850. <laughs> no, I have like three pounds of powder left over oh, for this year. I got you. You really need some powder. I do need some powder. I don't have just three pounds left, but I'm gonna probably need some powder. I probably got 10 pounds of argan you can have. Okay. Sold. I got owe it to you anyway. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Probably not ten pounds, but I owe you at least a pound. Yeah. 
one ten. Not that's, that's no, close. I'm just, I this know, is just I, hey Justin math. Don't correct him. Yeah, I, you know I ain't gonna use that. Don't correct him. Plus, you know, thought you were gonna use your Prolethius again. Yeah, for some plinking ammo. I was going to, and then you you know you figure out how that's gonna work out. Like, am I actually gonna load ammo? No, we knew this. You knew this. <laughs> I would quit. <laughs> Justin's version of loading ammo is finding some more white box. Yeah. Just get the old Creedmoor barrel yep. from Tate. Hey, we're Tate, done, Tate's we're, junk we're done with those Creedmoor barrels. No, we ain't. Not completely. Not I mean, completely. you're going to hunt with them, but I mean, you're done with them. I'm not hunting with I mine. Mean, that sucker looks like a truck axle. I mean, look, I'm just saying, I will keep a Creedmoor barrel just for instances where... When you want to see a gun shoot, you know... Four inches at 600 yards instead of four tenths of an oh, inch. I never had a Creed more shoot four inches. I think what he was going to say when you can't get ammo from Clay. Yeah, that's I, I cut him off. Thank yeah, you for that. He knows. Thing. He knows where I was going. With I that. mean, filter off. I like this no filtered Tate a lot better. <laughs> I still have a little filter on, believe it or not. <laughs> I'm not entirely sure after your comment in class today. I got a filter too now. Justin, no, you don't. You were literally not sure what you said to make another kid cry. Listen, you don't have a filter. Listen, this I microphone didn't. has more of a filter than you. Listen, I said I didn't. You I, didn't I, remember. I didn't remember what I said, but I didn't think I said something. Exactly my point. Enough to That's make how cry. not a filter you have. I just was honest. Justin, you can't just go hurting people's feelings all willy nilly. Making kids cry. Yeah. You're well, three for three. Lessons learned hardware. Lessons learned well. I'm not sure well, if facts don't care about your feelings, right? Listen, we don't know that it was a fact, though. It was a fact. I said it. It was. Sometimes fact. Justin just hurts feelings. It runs in the family, though. Does it? <laughs> yeah, it does. You witnessed that. Yeah, my daughter. She's she inherited she's that rough. from you. Yeah, she's vicious. I don't think I've ever had my feelings hurt worse than by your daughter. Did, you look I, like you look like, like you were somebody. You were a puppy, and somebody just kicked you. Oh, it was, it was <laughs> like bad. tail between your legs. <laughs> Did I You're tell you what she said at, at my birthday dinner? At my birthday dinner? No. No. Probably. Should we say it? No. No. Absolutely not. <laughs> we got to scoop that's it right at least PG-13. Yeah, that's... that's it's PG-13. No, it's not. Is it not? It's absolutely not even close. I feel like it's PG-13. It's not. So, anytime you run into Justin, I have to ask him about the story off-air. Yeah, I guess so. Clay thinks it's PG thirteen, but Clay also is lives a Disney movie, so I don't think he would know what PG thirteen was. Well, what are you gonna? He do? thought Cars was a little over the top. Yeah, a little spicy. <laughs> that made her. You gotta watch yeah. his mouth. Yeah, he got a little. I bit. mean, there was a vicious wreck at the end of that movie. I don't know if you guys remember that. Did I steal your beer? Yeah, go ahead. Oops. So once again, you know what kind of fish you are. Mm-mm. Selfish. You know what kind of bird you are? <laughs> this isn't even funny. <laughs> yeah, it is. <laughs> it's almost becoming funny because it's so stupid. <laughs> you know what kind of bird you are? <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not asking. What kind of bird is he, Justin? A fag pie. <laughs> <laughs> I guess the 47th time it became funny. Okay. At least it, you know, finally got its true glory are we done i'm tired we're done let's wrap it up all right see y'all